You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil in the Bunker Again Potter. You gotta put some gravy on that. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's show, we made it, Neil, 2021. But until January 20th, same crap. The good news, Georgia turned blue by the skin of its teeth, so that was good. In response, Trump attempted a coup and left the Capitol building in shambles. But, you know, Trump be Trump. In other news, the Giants didn't make the playoffs because Philly decided to tank on national television. The Yankees haven't decided on my boy DJ LeMayhew and Tanaka. Somehow the Knicks are pretty good, and I still have to look like a bank robber to throw out the garbage thanks to a raging pandemic that keeps me mostly in my house. Luckily, it's dead of winter. (laughs) Yay, cold! Joining us today is Bethel Karam to discuss our brand new same old pandemic life and other fun stuff. Hey, Bethel. Hello, Leonard. Thanks for having me. Lenny, it's Bethel the Barista. Bethel the Barista, that's right. Famous from Supermarket Sweep, for those of you who have watched her fumble cups in the barista station. Honestly, everybody has talent. (laughs) Honestly, she's been a handful to handle with this new fame. Oh, is that right? It's gone to her head? It's just gone to her head. We're constantly going by coffee shops, and she's behind the counter talking to everybody. Sometimes I just jump in to help. (laughs) Have have you been spotted out there with your masks on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. I do want to say one thing you've left out. You left out the new and improved COVID strain, for God's sake. Oh, I did love it. Well, you know, now you got to be super careful. I think you guys should go maskless, and, and then you'll get spotted more. But then you risk COVID more. But you know it's worth it. It's a good trade-off. I, I think I, I think it, I'm up for it, frankly. <laughs> to me, it's it's totally worth that. I'm gonna try that. I just I just hope it's like a yeah. I'm gonna definitely try that. Have it's you, worth to me. It's worth that risk. Have you guys felt any hope yet for the new year? Like, I mean, even though this <laughs> a nightmare happening in Washington. <laughs> Um, have you? We thought- had a good five day run. We had a good five day run, and then yeah. Well, you, I mean, you made it to yeah. the new year, so that wasn't that bad, right? And then you, and then you're in the bunker. You know, it's you got the big house in the area there. To, to it's not you're on, not cramped in New York City, and now like you're just trying, like I said, incremental. You try and get to the twentieth, you know, and then live well, when that you're life. Di- well, when you're down here, when you're down in the bunker. I mean, things, priorities are way different. You just won't sewage the flow. You won't, you won't, you won't pee and poop to flow outside the house. And that's all our goal is every day. <laughs> Wake up without a spotlight on your fingers. That's yeah, that's good. good you got, so the heat and, so, are the heat and plumbing working? Uh, somewhat. If they're on a scale of one to 10. It's like now we've got it to a five. Oh, wow. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. 
Yeah. Very nice. Um, I, the, the, when you're down here, to be honest with you, the outhouse is not a bad like thing. It makes total sense. <laughs> you built an outhouse? And then there's always the creek. Yeah, because under the creek. It makes total sense. It's far away from the house. You don't have to deal with it. The right. whole thing, I understand that early development, that early uh, the early pioneer spirit. How did that work in early pioneer spirit? Did they dig a hole and it just like goes into the ground or somebody's got to clean that outhouse? I'm pretty sure somebody's got to clean that outhouse. <laughs> I thought Game of Somebody cleans that outhouse. Oh, yeah. okay. I would not have cleaned it. I would have just built different ones and had like rotating ones. Well, if you get COVID, apparently you lose your sense of smell, so that might work out. I don't know. Neil started with the COVID. Okay, so let's go back. Let's, so you watch the Capitol building nonsense. We'll do two seconds of politics. The D.C. police are in big trouble here, right? I mean, the problem is nobody ever gets in trouble for anything in this. In this not, if, not if you're white. This, yeah, I mean, it's this weird world where, like, we all wanted to see, like, people arrest people in New York when they had the does any any kind of protest? There's always like a thousand people in those little plastic vines. <laughs> like, like yeah. any we we all want anything to happen. Oh, you, know, you, you do. I was telling Gina, you have a parade here. You got four billion cops. You got you know those barricades. I can't cross the street on the. I can't cross the street and get to the. I cannot work at the cellar on Halloween because the parade of gay people that goes down 6th Avenue, you cannot get to the cellar, and the cops will not let you cross. You can't go anywhere. So Halloween is out. I can't work Halloween down at the cellar. So it's hilarious. You know, gay pride, forget it. You're not going downtown. It's over. You right. know, And you're not crossing a street, If they, and they will yell at you into your face. You know, But this, bon appetit, kids. Enjoy the Capitol. Nancy Pelosi's office, office is over there. What? When I go there, it's not like you, you. I can't just walk in. No, no. Yeah. You have to go through security. You have to make an appointment. It's we we just went to the Capitol like a couple of years ago. It's like a it's like a really like long like hassle to get in. Yeah, and it's not easy. I, it's hard to get up those I stairs. Like, I feel like somebody, I feel like somebody had to like almost call off the police I because agree. like Something's nobody up. there were like no arrests. Something's like, up. Happened? Something's up. Yeah. Well, what, something's up. What, what I think happened was this is what I think happened is that the protesters are uh, storming the thing, storming the castle, so to speak. And then the call goes out as the protesters are storming, the call goes out to the police. We need more police. So then the protesters have to go back to work, put on their police uniforms, and then protect. <laughs> protect themselves that's what it felt like it felt like a lot of them were like by the time they left it felt like they were leaving because they got to go back to be a policeman and be like oh shit i got called in <laughs> that's funny let's get off the topic what'd you guys do with new year's eve tell me gina was asleep at 9 p.m and i watched oh, the, the umbrella academy and i totally missed midnight there was one guy blowing a nor uh like a vuvuzela in the building i just heard like somewhere along the way i heard and i'm like wait what is that what and then i was like oh it took me like two minutes of to realize oh it's 12 o'clock and i i didn't i was gonna flip it off and then go i'm like that's ah, too hard to get out of netflix and then go back into netflix 
That's how lazy <laughs> I was. That's how much I did not care about oh. New Year's Eve. I did not want watch one second of a ball drop coverage. Nada. What did you guys do? You know that sound that you heard, Lenny, was like the sad sound of like dead cattle being herded into 2021. <laughs> I thought it was the sound <laughs> of Neil's outhouse door. <laughs> no, no. This, I, th- I thought the saddest part about New Year's was that we stayed up and watched this, and we're watching CNN, and I'm like, it's it's happening. Like, they're doing it. It's, and there was really no countdown. And then finally, the countdown, they get to, like, 10 seconds, and they start running the clock. They didn't do it at, like, a minute. And then at 10 seconds, the countdown was, like, a little bit Anderson Cooper and the other guy. And, and it, the countdown was, like, 10, uh, hey. <laughs> But, you know, there wasn't even a countdown. No one did anything right. It was really depressing. Did the rats in uh, Times Square even look up and go like, "Oh, ball!" Like they give, that was their day. <laughs> it was so depressing and so. Uh, but I did enjoy the fact that my favorite part of New Year's was that absolutely there was no pressure for me to to miss out on a party or to <laughs> think that I had to plan something great. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But and we also were kind of like miserable because it was like forty degrees. It would have been a nice night to go to, uh, you know, stand and watch a ball drop. It wasn't raining. It was actually like mild for this time of year. So, oh man, now, tough one. When the, I'm out there, the it's gonna be thing- pouring. That's what happened. <laughs> well, you're pretty close to Times Square. The only thing I couldn't figure out, I don't know if you watched the Times Square thing on, on I watched Anderson Cooper. There's a, All of them were doing their things. We flip back and forth. But the one thing I could not figure out is they literally had the people in Times Square, like first responders, mm. like maybe 100 or 50 total people. Yeah. And they put them in pins. Like they boxed them in. <laughs> they still boxed so them in. there was like eight. There was eight little squares with like five people in each square. I'm like, why do you have? What is going on? They're socially distant. Well, what do you want them to do? Just stand in the middle. They they wouldn't know where to go. There's too many, too many, too much area. You know. (laughs) I don't understand. Like they put these poor nurses in like a little pin. I think people. It's like the basketball game. Why are they still having the announcer? Like I'm, I'm watching the NBA, and they'll still go. Um, you know, three point shot by you know, uh, Kevin Knox for three. And I'm like, why are you announcing this? There's literally no one in there because they want it to be like normal. So they set it up like normal. You know, you know, just the normal. They want it. They're trying to try to make everything as normal as possible when clearly we don't know. Yeah. There's nothing normal. They're trying. I have to hand it to them for at least trying, but it is really so sad. So you're telling. So you're telling me that New Year's Eve they had like a discussion like we need to pin we need to pin people in but we'll just have to make them smaller pins like instead of the big <laughs> like they had that discussion they should have put Barca lounges out there they only had a hundred people like just let them sit in a lounge chair give them some snacks yeah, yeah no it was, it's oh sad it's all sad until we get out of this mess it's sad i don't know how to, i mean we're doing this podcast you're a billion miles away this is my last choice this is the only way it can be done right now it's brutal um yeah here's what i find brutal it was like i had four days thanksgiving weekend you know and then this is when birdie's home so i had like three days of school and then four day weekend thanksgiving then i had a three-day weekend christmas and then we had a three-day weekend uh new year's eve i mean it is 
I mean, watch, taking care of Birdie all day is, a, you know, as you know, is not easy. But when it's like, you know, three days, four days, four days, it's just it. There's not that much to do with her if we can't go outside. We got. I think there was one day out of those all the days off she had where we could actually go to the playground because it was warm enough. After that, we're going out there. We got about half an hour, and then we're all frozen. And then Gina's like, "Wrap this up." Let me, what? So what do you do? What do you, give me give me an example. What do you do with her all day long inside in an apartment? Oh my god! Do? I mean, we're playing. <laughs> there's all kinds of toys. Luckily, it was Christmas, so she got a ton of toys, and so she, you know, she's nice. invested in the toys. But I mean, we MacGyver time like nobody's business. Come downstairs with me and do the laundry. Okay. You know, we'll kill time walking downstairs. <laughs> Say hi to the doorman for five minutes. I mean, I don't even know how we get through it, to be honest with you. I mean, there's a lot. What are, what are, make her scrub the floors. Come on. Build an iPhone at this point, you know. Um, so we had that. as always, and, But when it's cold out, it's just brutal. So that, like I said, it's these little incremental things. But she's back at school finally. And like, oh, my God, it's five days this week. Five days and two off. Five and two is well, the, huge. The good news is when Birdie grows up, she'll be, she'll, they'll be like, what's your favorite memory of your dad going to a Yankee game or, <laughs> or going to the zoo? And she'll be like, no, Doing laundry. Doing laundry, yeah. Go back to school. Like she was so sick of us. She wore, she ran back into that classroom on Monday. She was like, "Oh, school, let's go. Let's just let's." Say. She didn't even turn around and say goodbye. At the beginning, she was crying when we finally got her back for the pandemic. She didn't want to leave us, and now she's like, like a yeah. boss, just walked right in. See you, suckers. You know, we're I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with you guys. That's funny. Yeah, it was brutal. Cool. She's, she's having a life. She's having yeah. a real life. She's having a real life. She has no idea anything is going on. She just went, ah, you guys decided to wear a mask now. Okay, no problem. I can roll with that. I don't have to wear one. Like, she's this close to having to wear one. <laughs> she is just going to get out of this before she gets to wear, she has to wear a mask. Um, That's a girl. All right, real quick, because we have one minute left. The supermarket sweep finale happened last Sunday. It's over. We had our run at it. They might show some reruns, but... You made it. Woohoo! You feel, it seems yeah, so long ago like, now. Doesn't it seem like we did that like five yeah. years ago. Yeah, it does seem like a long time yeah. ago. But it was a really fun night and a really good show, and it was really fun. And uh, it was a moment of like, oh, this is life is fun. This is great. People are calling, and, and then you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's. Fl- yeah. They, nobody watches TV, by the way, like in the late December area because actually these idiots went and traveled everywhere. So it's the same kind of effect no matter what. Pandemic, schmandemic. We're not really watching TV other than maybe football um, during this yeah. part of the year. Now people will start to watch TV again. And, of course, we're not there anymore. But um, they Timing, want, timing, timing. Timing, timing, timing. But they, you know, they're, they're talking about in season two if we do one for us for summer – the problem is they got to get crack a lacking and LA's a mess. So stay tuned, everyone. Who knows? Um, I really yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Um, I do want to. I do want to end this segment with some optimism. Um, oh well, Bethel. Before I do that, real quick, thirty seconds. Do you got any resolutions? Because I don't think Neil had any. He gave up. <laughs> you know what, Lenny? You're going to laugh at me. But uh, I don't. I joined one of those Tony Robbins groups no. online. No, you didn't. Yes, yes oh, I did. No. Yes, I did. 
and um and so you're brushing your teeth a lot <laughs> i'm yeah i'm gonna do one of those online oh, and so no. uh because kind of because i don't have any resolutions i mean i've just i just feel so kind of numb about things like everybody so anyway let's hope tony can slap some sense into me and then if he doesn't we'll just write sketches about how ridiculous it was lenny when you join the tony robbins group on facebook yeah they send you a little package at home. It's a little, it's like a hot coal burning kit, and you set it up in your house. And you have to walk across holes in your house. And you have to sign all these papers saying if your house burns down, you know, it's not his fault. Yeah, okay. Please tell me that that's one, a joke. And two, I think the Nexium cult up in Albany needs a few new people, from what I hear. Um, I wanted some. Well, what are your resolutions? Yeah, come on, Lenny. Resolution? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I just had the greatest year ever. I got no resolutions. Keep it rolling, baby. Um, <laughs> I want to get I, uh, resolutions, probably not to pay my taxes because I think I just saw what the number is. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to work this year to pay last year's. Ta- I don't understand how I could have to pay more taxes than last year, but it's happening. Okay, so uh. I mean, I can't. You know, I literally have to eat nothing all year. I think that's the goal. Um, oh my god! But I want to stay optimistic for the last for five seconds. I want to see the before after. I'm really staying. I want you to do this. Do this too, Neil. I want to see the before January twentieth, after January twentieth. Let's see how we feel now. Ask him. Try and remember it. Get some deep thought. Some Tony Robbins deep thought, Bethel. Of how do you feel okay. right now about everything, and then as like say February one rolls in, how do we feel now? Do you feel like progress is being made, or is it the same crap, just different people? Like that, I just want to see like, do we feel like we're getting out of it? You know, like stuff could happen career wise too by then. Like you know, they could tell us we're renewed. But uh, so right now, if whatever your feelings, bottle it, and then I want to compare it. So I think it's gonna be better. That's my hope. That's my hope. Okay. I like that. I have so I have one question before we go is like yeah. uh do when we come out of this covid can we get like a a month like transition period to ease into it or do I just have to start doing stuff again like a normal person? Well, I don't know. It depends on once you get your shot, I'm doing everything. I mean, I get those two shots on the second shot, I'm walking down the street naked, you know what I mean? Like, boom. <laughs> Let's do it. Sneeze on me, bitches. I'm then, ready to go. Yeah. Then people are going to have to wear glasses and like dark rim glasses and a mask. I don't care. I don't care. I will blow up the car that says I have the antibodies and wear it on my shirt. And so when I run down the street and some old lady is like, you should be wearing a mask. I'm like, nah, not today, baby. <laughs> so you completely believe in the vaccine. I do. Science. Yeah. I believe in science. Okay, let's let's move on. All right, uh, a new corner idea for the new year. This is called memories. I want to go back ten years, you guys. Ten years, twenty eleven. Where were you ten years ago? What was the big thing for you guys ten years ago, twenty eleven? Now wait. Now wait a second. On a job interview, you always ask, "Where are you? Gonna, where do you see yourself in five years or ten years?" But you're asking us to go back ten years. I'm asking you to go back ten years, 2011. I'm going to do me while you guys think. Um, ten years ago, the big thing of ten years ago, 2011, believe it or not, was my first Letterman. That's ten years ago. 
in oh like April. Yeah. Um, my dad was there. That's funny because- he saw it. Yeah. I was in between girlfriends. It was a good time. Uh, I was working on That's my. Funny because you told me, you told me this, and I, uh, I went back and I saw those pictures. I have them in my computer, 2011. I saw the pictures of you at Letterman. There, it was really funny. It was amazing. Like, but that's ten. That's a decade ago. What? Oh my god, god. that feels like yesterday. It does. Like seem like yesterday. It does. Um, and then ten years ago was like the tenth year 9/11 anniversary. We were at twenty years now, which is also a little bit crazy because that's seared in my memory. But that year, I did a lot of cruise ships. It was that year that I, you know, it was just like I said, in between stuff, and picked up that gig, and I paid paid a lot that year. So I don't know. I was like just working on my act, and it was a good year. The Letterman stuff happened, so that was a lot of fun. And then, um, um, what do you have any big memory? That was my big memory of that year. So, what was? Do you guys have a big memory of ten years ago, twenty eleven? Were we? Did we go to Paris that year? Uh, no, I don't have that in there. Maybe, but I think, uh, we, I think we took a trip. I think we went to, um, and I think in the, I think, I think in the spring in 2011, we, we went to Paris. Really? For the first time. That was together. the Paris? That was that, that trip? Was the, yeah, that was that was. And really Neil good. came back yeah. with, a, with a beret, speaking a little French, because he always like assimilates to the. He came back with a stolen painting from the Louvre. Oh, Come that on. was. I think that might have been the original stolen painting idea. When you twenty eleven. Yeah. Yep, that was the original yeah. one. I could steal a painting from a, an art gallery. <laughs> I think so. Well, it's funny because in twenty eleven, there's tons of pictures. One. The funny thing, because you compare it to this year, is how much family we saw, how many, like we had the Thanksgiving, the Christmases, the, all the holidays, and then, and then, uh, so that was a big thing. Uh, it's funny because um, a lot of the pictures were Rami, I guess we were friends with Rami and he was making a show that year. What show? Or something. He, he was making a Disney show, so we, Disney oh. show, so we must have went out there and saw him. Oh, I saw, I saw a taping of that. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, it's more of the same. It's funny. Mm. Um, the number one song that year was was what, Bethel? Guess. Uh, 2011? Yeah. Uh, something by Beyonce? I don't know. Good, good. Close. Adele. That was like someone uh, like you. Oh. That was the big one. And I mean, that year, I can remember that because... I can remember because I looked it up, but I can remember it because when you went on these cruise ships, they would have karaoke. And if you stuck your head in there, every chick, that was the song she was going to sing for karaoke. (laughs) And I mean, I mean, crying, laughing, crying, laughing at these girls. This is their dream to go on this cruise ship and belt out Adele, someone like you. It was just torture. I bet it was haunting. Not only 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 was it bad, but now on whatever ship I was on, I can remember this. For the first time, they didn't have like a DJ playing the track. Their big, the cruise ship big event was you were going to get to sing that with a live band. So the band had to go in and, you know, play it while these, (laughs) oh my God, God, these sows, you know, banged out Adele. And it was, and so I see them after. So I get to go to the cruise bar. They're all drinking heavily. Like what? What's with the band drinking? Like I can't, they can't do it anymore. They they're gonna kill themselves. I mean, they didn't go to music school for fifty years to play behind like you know 
Barbara from Kansas City who decided, oh, no, this is it. This is my moment in time to bang out Someone Like You by Adele, which is an impossible song to sing for a singer, you know? Uh, yeah. God. So that, wow. <laughs> some of the funniest things I've ever seen of people trying to bang out Adele on a on a karaoke <laughs> so night. Horrible. But it, I just watched the band. I stopped listening. I was like, people are just insane. The band, though, was suicidal. Now, if you would have went back, though, if you go back 10 years ago and asked 10-year-ago Lenny, like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? None of these come up. Nothing comes up. Uh, nothing comes I Nothing I've done within the next 10 years after Letterman comes up. Nothing. Gina, Gina, <laughs> I, I mean, Gina doesn't yeah. come up. Uh, you know, nothing comes up. Nothing. Leslie doesn't come up. Nothing comes up. I got nothing. I was just going to be working <laughs> at the cellar, trying to bang out an album. You know, trying to get a deal, you know, the usual nonsense, trying to work on something good, you know, maybe superstar talent, something, you know, ridiculous. Yeah, I think we were we were just about to do Water Bloom was starting to creep in in 2000. That's well, right. We were working on Water Bloom. That's right. We were working on some pre-production for that. Um, Maroon, Which means we just did Day Traders, too, probably. Oh, maybe. I'll have to go back and look at that. Maroon 5, Moves Like Jagger. That was a big one. And what was the oh, what was the movie, um, it, that won in the the Academy Awards was 2012. But what movie was the movie we saw in 2011 that went on to win the Academy Award that year? Any idea? Oh God, was, I can barely, I can never remember what last year's but one. This you one, give us a hint. Yes, I can give you a hint. Was? We actually saw okay. it. I remember this because it's such a, such a rare thing. We actually saw it at what's the what's the movie theater Bethel that old time movie theater that they always try and save. It's right near the GM building with F A O Schwartz. You know the the pa- uh, oh, oh, Paris the Paris Theater. That's right. We saw it at the Paris Theater. Oh, oh. And we oh. never go to the Paris Theater, right, to see movies. Oh God! Uh, oh God! Um, Neil, it's funny. I feel like I can not not the. Uh... Uh, well, they didn't win the best picture. I was going to say the, the Edith Piaf buy-off, whatever, but that no. was it. So. No, it was, it was, I'll give you another hint. It had a little dog. Had a little dog? Oh, the life is beautiful? No, but that's a good guess, too, is the artist. Oh, <laughs> I knew it was a French, like a foreign film. I just couldn't a think silent of it. Oh, fil- what an awful year for movies that was. That was like the, you know, that guy... <laughs> who's nobody's ever heard of here in the United States, who's kind of famous in France, right? Comes here, doesn't say a word, and is him and his dog pick up this the Academy Award. Oh, embarrassing. But we went to a, yeah. a lot of movies that year, and I saved the stubs. And I'm going to go... You? Yep, I'm going to go through the movies that I saved the stubs for back then. It was probably for my receipts that I had to tell my accountant for. But let's go through it. You remember these movies? Okay. Um, Midnight in Paris, Woody Allen. Love it. Yeah. Yep. That was his last good one, right? I think. Yeah. Um, we went to see something called, I think, Win Win. Don't remember at all. Oh, yeah, that was a wrestling movie. Yep. Oh, yeah. With Who was it? Face from nine and a half weeks or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember that one at all. Thank you. Source Code. Remember that one? I don't. Wow, source code. I 
barely remember that one. I went one. to see Source Code, and that, the, the great thing about that one, Russell Peters had like a cameo on a train. That's all I remember. Like the guy's got to fix the code. I don't know. He's jumping around time. That's all I remember. Russell Peters had a cameo. Um, the Fighter. I'm not even sure oh. which one that is. Is that Denzel? I, don't, I got nothing. Maybe. No, the fighter, fighter was uh, was that Marky Mark and the uh, the fighter, or, or was it? Is it the? Oh my god! It's so I'm sad. The worst. Is this I'm sad? The worst. It's sad. This is how, what your memory is. You throw it away. It's back. It's in the back of your head, like the artist is in the back of your yeah, head. Yeah, that it was. I was right. It was Mark Wahlberg and uh, Batman. Ah, Marky Christian Mark. Bale. Yeah, and Batman. Oh, what was it about? Do you remember? Yeah, remember they were one was a like a hero, was an ex fighter, and like his older brother or something. They were heroes, and and I remember he lost a lot of weight, and then gained, a, you know, he lost a lot of weight for the part. Those are things I remember. I got nothing. I I literally, I have no memory of this. Like it's crazy. Um, this is a yeah, movie. I never, yeah. Uh, this movie I did have a memory of, and I really liked it. It was my favorite movie of the year, Cedar Rapids. Cedar oh, Rapids. It was about it's yeah. Ed Helms at the height of Ed Helms. Whatever happened with yeah. Ed Helms? He was flying. He was doing this. Then he did this movie, and this he carried this movie. This was about him. He was uh, like he never left Cedar Rapids, and there was a big sales meeting somewhere else, and he ends up, you know, at this crazy, you know, throw water balloons out the window sales meeting. God, you know, God knows where it is, and his whole life changes. Um, yeah. In Cedar Rapids. So there's that. I like that movie a lot. That's 10 years ago. Crazy. What's this uh, movie, Neil? Dan in Real Life. God, I mean, that's uh, what's his name from The Office. It is? Right? Who? Oh, uh, yeah. Steve Carell? Yeah. Don't, I got nothing. Oh, yeah. I got absolutely nothing on that. Um, how about this one? It was Steve. It was Steve Carell, and and it, uh, yeah, I don't remember what's the movie. What was it about? But I remember. God, I can't remember going to see it. I have this one says True Grit, but I don't remember. I think that well, I didn't go to see the original True Grit. Did they remake True Grit? I, I remember that. I remember that a lot because that was Jeff Bridges, and he wasn't there a girl in it, a young girl. Yeah, there was a young yeah. girl who went on to be famous, but Jeff Bridges was in that, so I remember it, and, he, and you couldn't understand a word he said. <laughs> the whole group. <laughs> okay, don't remember. But that I one. still loved it. Okay, then this, this I gotta, I gotta say something. This conversation we're having right now yeah. makes me want to go out and buy. Uh, those commercials that I haven't paid attention to, like new tricks and new entrix, those memory pills. Because I'm gonna start investing. I'm gonna start taking those. I'm like, who's taking Prevagen? I'm like, who's taking this shit? And I'm like, oh my god, it's me. It, you know what's funny about this? Um, you can't remember the name of the product. <laughs> I, I can't. I've always made fun of people taking Prevagen, but I'm literally, I'm, I just wrote down in the middle of this podcast, I'm like, buy Prevagen, New Year's resolution. Yeah. <laughs> now he's got one. That stuff is, that, that, there's nothing. I look, f- before you buy that, seriously, why don't you look up, and there's literally no medical evidence that that will do anything. It's a placebo. They're selling you sugar pills. Anyway, uh, how about this one, Neil? You, oh, you waited. It's nothing with that. Here's one that I think Neil made us go to Bethel, and he was so excited this was coming out. I can remember this. Wall Street, 
the sequel, Money Never Talks or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah, that was so exciting. And then and what it, happened? It was not. <laughs> and we left going, nope. I saw that with you guys. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, it was really, it was really not good. In fact, <laughs> I have not ever, this is like the first time I've heard a mention of it since it came out. I agree. I agree. And I remember walking down the street going, we're going to uh, talk about this because um, it was pretty sad for Neil that day. I mean, Wall Street's Neil's favorite movie, people out there, and, and this just ruined the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and apparently 2011 for Neil. Um, how about- it was really, really, the funny thing about Wall Street 2 was like, Godfather 3 was so horrible that you remembered it, but Wall Street 2, it's even worse than that. You don't even, it wasn't even bad enough to remember it. That's how bad it was. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was. How about this one? The uh, you can just quote scenes from 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 the original Wall Street. Neil, Neil can quote entire scenes. I know, scenes I know, I know. Of Gordon Gecko, go ahead. Sorry. That is sad. How about this one? The other guys. Remember that one? No, who's not? It's like that's uh, was it Chris? Yeah, that's a cop movie, right? Yeah, it's a cop that movie. Was funny. That might have been Wahlberg. Um, no, it was well, yeah, it was Marky Mark, and man, he's having a good year, yeah. and then uh. Will Ferrell. It was a good movie, but it was it was kind of uh, it had some good moments. And this movie, we went to a matinee. I remember this pretty well. I was excited to see it because it was Scorsese, and it was Leo, and I was ready to go. And it was a really good movie. And then we got all the way to the end, and I was like, "Oh my God, Shutter Island!" Oh God! I was so mad at this ending. That he took me on this caper all the way through, and then we get to the end, and it's just like a he's running around over and over and over again. They let him go around and around. I was like, oh my god, no, no, no! It depressed me. Yeah, that was like one of those cop out endings that they threw in there. It wasn't a cop out ending. That was, I think, that's in the book. They just make him do that over and over, and like, oh yeah, yeah, not good. I like this one. Get him, get him to the Greek. That was Russell. What's the other? What's that guy? Oh yeah. He was good in it. He was good. That was surprisingly yeah. funny, if I remember right. He's funny. Wow, this is kind of shocking that we went to this many movies. We went to this movie? many movies. We went to a... Here, I'm going to rattle them off because we're running out of time. Joan Rivers documentary, which was really good. Um, I, all I have a vague memory, I think that was at the you know the 62nd Street movie, the small movie theater, Bethel. And we all yeah. went. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I took a date, and I can't remember who the date was. So... Because <laughs> I remember... <laughs> I remember, all I remember is you and I having, we were sharing, there was four of us sitting across. That's all the memory I have. And I know there was a lot of candy and we took somebody and I don't remember who it was. Okay. Sherlock was Holmes. Was that the year, Sherlock, was that the year that Lenny Marcus was a dating machine? Like you were literally. I think we had a few conversations, Lenny, you were a dating machine because we'd go to movies and, and, and after we'd leave, I'd be like, now which one is that? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't, I couldn't, like you had so many women on your arm, I couldn't remember who was who. Well. I think that might have been the year. Uh, I don't remember that at all either. All right, anyway. <laughs> was that? Avatar. Wait, was that? Oh. Avatar. Wow. Which one? Avatar. Oh, Avatar. Wow, that was great. Which I hated. And they're going to make three more of them. Garbage. Hated it. The Social Network. Liked it. That Din- was good. Dinner for Schmucks. That was could have been good. Yeah, 
Ghost Rider, that was good. I think Ghost Rider, wasn't that um, Scarlett Johansson? No, no, no. Ghost Rider uh, is uh, Pierce Brosnan, I think. Ian. No, it was Ian, uh, Ian, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Ian, uh, um, you know, Star Wars. Yeah, I thought he was pretty good in it. I and think that's what it was. The Town, which was pretty good. Oh, yeah. And a little movie called Hot Tub Time Machine, which I kind of liked. Oh, yeah. And then we went to a bunch of plays, uh, or I had a bunch of play. Like uh, we went, I saw the Adams Family. I don't know if I went with you guys. Did we go to that one? Did you guys come uh-huh. to that one? Colin Quinn did his long story short. That was what set him off on these one man shows. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah we did that. We went to that. Yeah. We went to that. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there was something called Lend Me a Tenor, which was I think a yeah. comedy. I don't remember how that went. Yeah. Uh, second stage theater, I saw some, oh, with Jessica Kirsten, I went to Trust because Zach Braff was in it. She got me a ticket. That was really good. Um, and Jim Davids, one-man show, South Pathetic. So I went to a bunch of these, bunch of movies with you guys and that. And so there you go. And the other, all the other, we've got to wrap it up, but here's all the stuff that happened in 2011 for those of you out there i don't remember it obama announces on may 1st that they killed bin laden that was a good thing there was the occupy wall street is now 10 years old uh kim jong-un's father passed away putting kim jong in charge so that's been 10 years and now he's about to kick off and the sister's going to take over and i hear she's ruthless and let's end the segment with let's a moment of silence because 2011 was a tough year tough year for neil because Steve Jobs died. And, uh, wow, that was 10 years ago? That was 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 oh, years man. ago. Neil has not been the same, but his stock lives on, so that's good news. Can I say something about... Go ahead, wrap it up. I can say something about Steve Jobs. I don't know if he's really dead. There's a rumor he's with JFK Jr. <laughs> on, on Jeffrey Epstein Island? And Jeffrey Epstein and Elvis is still there. Elvis, they're all there. JFK Jr. All right, let's move on. Maybe it's another island. Okay. Wait, wait can I? Yeah. Can I say one thing about, about this? That when you said um, Bin Laden, they got they got him. Mm-hmm. I it came back to me where Neil and I were when they shot Bin Laden. We were in Mar-a-Lago. No, no, Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. I'm totally wrong. I'm close. Because Doral was taken over by Trump. That's why I'm thinking that. Okay. Uh, but we were there. We were at Doral. Okay. And, uh, but Mar-a-Lago sounds better. It sounds that, better. That really <laughs> uh, so it does. It does sound sorry. better, Bethel. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was good. What, yeah. I don't know, Neil, why you interrupted her there. That would have been the and That would have been a good lie for the podcast. Damn, I don't. Damn I, I, can I go? Can you just hold the podcast? I'm going to go get the privilege now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's do the third one. The third one I want to talk about today is um, I came up with this. I, well, let me tell you how I came up with this. It's college tuitions. This is the third topic, college tuitions. A lot of my friends' kids right. going to college now. Um, they've had, they had kids, you know, when they were supposed to have kids 17 years ago and, um, they're all coming in. Mike Burton's kid is a freshman. Um, Willie Salerno, who listens to us, he's got twins. He's got double problems. You know, they got double the money. They got to go to, they're going, one's going to Brockport. One wants to go to Brown. Um, it's just crazy. So I'm asking him, what does college cost? And literally when I finish hearing the answer, I got to go throw up for an hour. But I went to college. It was like, I think my entire college, uh, the sum of 
what it cost my parents was sixteen grand. I think so. I think that was all four the years. The sum of it. The sum of it, because it was a uh, New York State school. You could go for like, you know, two thousand a semester. So it was like four thousand a year plus board. The whole thing. If you stayed on campus, I don't think you cracked five grand. And then times four is sixteen. So it probably cost them under twenty grand to send me. Right. So now, wow. yeah. And um, so now I started looking it up. What it, what is it now to go to Albany for that amount of money? It's about double that. So if um, now it's about it's twenty five grand a year to go to Albany. So if you went to Albany, if you go to Albany, that's with room and board. Who knows what other uh, you know probably books and stuff is extra, but the room and board. So it's like a hundred grand for four years. So I'm talking to my friends, right? And um, Willie's kid wants to go to Brown. And Brown is like 70 grand a year. 70 grand a year. So, so, so if he goes to Brown, what's that? $280,000. $280,000. Like what? So now, of course, how much money am I going to need for Birdie? I hate to say, Birdie, I mean, even if Albany turns out to be double what it is right now in 17 years, 50 grand a year, that's 200 grand. That's still. In, it's insane, but it's not even close to, you know, what what what's going to be Harvard a million dollars a year? Like what? What's happening right now? I there's no way I would send my kid to a private school. That's what I want to talk about. So I went back and looked at. This is how crazy college tuitions have gotten. Sixteen thousand dollars a year in 1987 is equivalent in purchasing purchasing power to about. $36,651 today, an increase of 20000 over 34 years, and they go through inflation or whatever. 36000 today. So <clears throat> so 25000 is pretty decent. Now, I went and looked at Baylor, and, of course, Neil went to Baylor, and today's room and board, Baylor tuition today is about uh, fifty grand a year, plus 10000 to live in a dorm, plus 10000 for the dorm a year, Plus, so that's sixty grand right there. And Neil, when I looked it up, I couldn't tell if when when you got at your Neil went to stayed in whatever hall. Here it is, Martin Hall. In a double, you you got to choose between double room, single room, triple room. Right now, per semester, a double room is thirty three hundred. A single room is forty three hundred. A triple room is thirty one hundred. So Neil, what did you stay in back then? And what, but just keep that in your head. And then I want to know if food, okay. is food included in that price? Yeah. Okay. So it's probably, but, so now it's probably Baylor's 60, 60 grand a year. Yeah. Nice. 60 grand a year, Neil, yeah. to go to your shit school with a bunch of Baptist no, I mean, yahoos. No, my first, that's crazy. My first thought is like when Bertie comes to you and goes, Hey, hey, Dad! I'm thinking about just going straight to Hollywood from high school, trying to pursue <laughs> pursue acting. Your usual advice would have been like, "I think you should go to college and get a degree first. Now you'll just be like, "Yeah, that's a great idea." Yeah, it is a great idea. <laughs> you'll be like, don't and she's like, "Well, shouldn't I go to college first? And you'd be like, "No, you don't need it. I mean, that's what it's going to come to." Yeah, I agree. You and Gina are- She's gonna get a scholarship, buddy. She'll get a scholarship. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. So, so Willie's, we'll have him on to talk. I'm sure he, he's probably listening and cringing, but like his, 
what do you do? Like his kid wants to go to Brown. How do you explain it to a kid who you told him do well in school, get go to the best school you can go to. Don't worry about it. We'll pay for it. Um, when you full well know that, you know, it's a piece of paper at the end of the day and that may not may or may not translate to, you know, success. Obviously, you say you went, oh, I went to Ivy League school. Yeah, obviously he's smart. It just gets you in a door smart, but it doesn't mean you it's you, is it worth spending two hundred and forty grand to just tell people you were smart? Yeah, I mean, it, it really separates everybody. But my big by the way, wait, 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 like wait, the, wait, wait, wait. He can also get a free ride somewhere else. So now there's other schools, but not high profile, who said, "We'll come here. We'll give you a, a ton off, a huge scholarship." So he can go for like, you know, same thing. He can go for like eighty grand for all four years, a hundred grand for four years. Like the amount of money saved would be unbelievable if he went to a different whatever school. Especially, I mean, God forbid, he went to a state school. He would save $140,000. Is What do you tell the child? Well, I mean, it's, it's not, I can't feel like the Ivy League falls into more of the parents as much as the kid. The kid wants to go there, but the parents want the kid to go there as much as the kid wants to go there. Cause, so it's just, it's just that whole thing. So, yeah, you find the money. You, you just find the money. It's like, I don't know. It's just not a, I don't know. <laughs> I'm Mike, t- my question to you was, did it go up? Colleges went up so much, so crazy. Yeah. Like, I know this is a weird question, but so when Supermarket Sweep, like when you notice the old Supermarket Sweep and the new, it was like they won $200 and now they win like $4,000. Yeah. That's not near. Colleges went up a thousand times more than that. Yeah. I mean, that's why. So what, what are you getting extra at Baylor? Because when I went to Baylor, it was cheap. Like what is happening at these colleges that's better? I don't know if it was something. What, what's happening at the college? Nothing. Nothing's happening at the college. It's something. It's just they know they can get away with it because that's what everybody says. You can't be successful unless you have a t- college degree. You know, like you can't. You can't. That nobody takes you seriously. But and then the apparently, you know, depending on where you are, I'm sure in Texas, Bale, a, gra- uh, a degree from Baylor. It's got to be worth more than what I think of the degree from Baylor <laughs> or what you've proved the degree well, from Baylor is. <laughs> you know, they've never, they haven't talked to me since. But wait, you're telling me that if, Bert, if Birdie gets into Harvard, I guarantee you're go, she's going to Harvard and you're finding the money to go to Harvard. Mm, uh, I mean, if uh, it's... I'm going to, believe me, I'm going to be drilling it into it. You know, Harvard isn't as cracked up to be as you think, you know. Somebody said it's like any other school but better drugs. That's all they said. Um, <laughs> it's an old joke. I think that's what some, some comedian said that back well, in the day. Well, now that I know that, for the next 10 years, Birdie, every holidays and all her birthdays, she's going to get Harvard and Yale sweatshirts <laughs> and t-shirts. Oh. <laughs> my friend, that's my way back at Lenny Marcus. Doctor Doctor Neil is. We didn't have him yet, but my friend Doctor Neil, who's out there, um, he'll, we're trying to get him on. Um, he grew up with money. He, but here's the thing: he knew he wanted to be a dentist. So talk about practical, right? He knew he was going to go into his dad's practice. He goes to Albany. He gets his four-year degree at Albany, you know, pre-whatever he had to do at Albany. And then transfer, then goes to dental school. And boom, dentist. 
And he was like, I was always like, why didn't he was a smart kid, you know, really smart kid. Like, why didn't you just go to a better school? He could have easily gone to like Michigan, all these schools that people were going to any private school he wanted to. And he was like, why? You know, he's like, why would I? It's it's stupid. You know, Albany was a good school at the time. You know, go there, get my undergrad. I know exactly what I want. Then go to the school I want, and boom, dentist. I mean, I and we'll talk about this when we get him on. But I've envied that forever. I mean, Gina still has no idea what she wants to do. You know, there's a ton of kids that least still go. I don't know. Peter Fishman left college with a communications degree, which I swear, you could sit me down, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that that teaches you. You know, at least my degree in well, computer science helped me get my job. Yeah, no, I mean, when I chose my first major, I was pre-med, and so I just went there, and I remember I remember choosing it mainly because I thought it, my my parents liked saying it, and so I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, when they introduced me, they're like, oh, he's pre-med. <laughs> you would be the worst. I would kill myself if you were my doctor. I'm dead. I was horrible, but I remember when we chose majors, we were all in this big thing, signed up for classes, and then the lady's like, do you have any, I mean, they're asking, like, 5,000 or 10,000 kids, like, what What do you choose? Everyone's just making shit up. Like, I don't know, uh, business? Like, like no one knew what they're doing. Like, right. the majority of people have no idea. Well, you had to try but and give some direction. Potter, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Bethel. Go ahead. I was just going to say, have you ever heard Mr. Potter talk about why Neil stopped being pre-med? Um, he, he realized <laughs> what it meant, biology and chemistry. <laughs> She said he would call home, and he would say things like, Mama, I just can't sit and do my homework. <laughs> like I, he just didn't have, like, the attention span to finish his homework. I needed Prevagen back then. I had, <laughs> I had a, a ADD. <laughs> she, was, she was like, I don't think this is going to work out, Neil. <laughs> Oh my God, that is so sad, Neil. Yeah. So sad. Yeah, you, as soon as it came out of your mouth, it was wrong. Yeah, I'm pre-med. No, you're not. No, you are not. No way. No way. People bought into it. Those two years were the best two years of my life when I would introduce myself as pre-med. <laughs> Why well, you should still do that? Like, at what, you know that Neil, the security guard, was pre-med at one time, right? You could still do it. You were. <laughs> oh man, that guy's smarter than he looks on the show. Um, that's right in fact i have a credit card that says md can you tell your kid where to go because when they have their heart set on something and because it's got to be the debt is crushing you know like if they have to leave school with debt it's brutal like it's they're still paying it you you'll be 40 years old still paying off student loans if you 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 don't get any ride and you want to go to any kind of you know private school it's it's nuts. I can't. I can't condone that. It, that was the one smart thing I did as a child. My parents were like, "We'll split it with you." I'm like, "Well, where am I getting the money?" And apparently, my grandmother left me like, you know, thirteen thousand dollars <laughs> when she died. That was my big thing. My my parents were like, "We'll split it with you," and that's how I went to college. And when I left, I had like eight grand in an account, and that's how I started life. But it turned out that's to be amazing. that was amazing. It turned out to be the greatest advantage because i didn't have to worry about debt and i didn't i didn't understand any of that but if i had to pay for it and lived in debt and i wouldn't have been able to how do you live it's crazy i i i i got out of college and was completely in debt money so it's it's and i got a job right out of school which helped um 
dance at Disney World dancing, but uh, so that helped me. But I had I had a partial ride to college, but I went to a private school, and I um, I owed a lot of money, How and I owed it for ten years. Ten years. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. that's insane. You're thirty years old. You're still. You're just about. You know. You're not out of debt. It's. You know. It's sad. Yeah. We can't. I can't have. It's that. a hard way to start. Yeah, it's a very hard way to start, and I. That's my big goal. I can't have Birdie. Like that's the one thing I did right. So I'll have Birdie try not to do that, even though she's wearing all those Harvard and Yale shirts that Neil gets her. Idiot. <laughs> well, have you opened up an account for Birdie yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a five twenty. I siphon money into that. Uh, little by little, I don't know what it's going to be this year because, Lord knows. Any chance you open up a account for uh, me? Uh, Five twenty nine. What do you want? I think. Can you have older? Any chance? I think you're a little old, but yeah, I may have to start an account for you too. The way it's going. All right, let's keep going. All right, that was the third corner today. Tuitions. All right, fourth corner. I want to do some this, that, and the other thing. Holiday edition or New Year edition. Let's go. Here we go. All right. Bottled water or filtered tap water? We just saw a show on this. You did? We did, we just saw a show on how bottled water is not so good. Come on. Um, no, we did. You're supposed to only drink, uh, not distilled water. The show said you're supposed to only drink like Poland Springs, like natural spring. It's got to say natural spring water. It can't say distilled water. Because uh, the still water, they put all this shit in it. Oh, yeah. So then you have to drink. So, oh, good. So therefore, we're bottle. I like, I like filtered tap water. Filtered tap water, like Brita. Deeper. Yeah, I like that. Although the, the filters are just a pain in the ass to change, and they're super expensive, and I forget, and then I, I don't ever want to change them because the light always comes on because it tells you they're bad. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck that light. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucking drinking it. You don't want to drink Neil's filtered tap water because it's not good. The, Neil's filtered tap water. The, the, the filter is 900 years old. Great. That's also... Yeah. I put, well, why don't you first, go back and check that, that you bought it in 2011? Maybe that's what... Well, well <laughs> I haven't changed the filter. I'm saving money. I do one filter every 10 years. Wait, first of all, water is... I, I'm still... Because Anthony Robbins told me I have to drink eight freaking glass of water a day yeah, I, you... if i drink bottle water that's like eight bottles a day mm-hmm. yeah that'll cost you that'll that you, yeah you, you, what about you Lynn? what do you prefer total bottle of water i'm so scared of tap water and people like new york city Even has the new york best tap water? yeah well it's, new york clean. Tap good. it's supposed to be good for a city it's uh it's relative it's good tap water for a city so you won't take a glass and just pour out of your tap and just drink it? I haven't done that in about 10 years. Are you kidding me? That's all I do in New York is drink regular water. Have you, ever seen, me, have you ever seen a glass at my house? I When I come over, I'm drinking <laughs> tap water. I hand you a bottle every time. I don't want to wash the glass. <laughs> no, but I love taking advantage of that because that's a cheap thing. I'm like, I'm taking advantage of you. Oh, okay. Well, you're not taking advantage of me. I'm treating you like an elite. You're you're getting a, a <laughs> bottle of water. I want to make you feel good. Can I be more elite than just a bottle of water? Nope. That's it. <laughs> Bank account? <laughs> wait, wait. You have not... I drink tap water in New York. I pour the tap water into the 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 thing, <laughs> and then I keep drinking it. Sometimes I drink it straight out of the tap. <laughs> 
I've been to your house, Bethel. The last time I drank tap water, no lie, you're like, yeah, this bottle of water in the fridge. So this has got to go back ten years, right? I go to get a bottle of water in the fridge. I'm like, this tastes awful. It's a Poland spring bottle. He goes, yeah, he refills them. Like what? Yeah, I'm telling you, I know. Why? I don't want to mixology. No, <laughs> it's no. disgusting. What I. <laughs> Oh, that's so good! I should have burned the. Pretty gross. I should have burned the little top like they do in that uh, millionaire Slumdog Millionaire <laughs> film, so I could have fooled you better. Yeah. Wait, you know? Do you know that I just take a water bottle? What I usually do is just take a water bottle and fill it up in the tap, and then keep it in the and then drink it. That's what I usually drink around the city when I'm walking around. You don't do that? No, that Gina does that a little bit. You'll fill the bottle of water. But up. you take a shower with the tap water. It's the same thing. You're not drinking the shower. You're drinking the shower. The water is seeping on you. It's the same thing. Gina's here, so she's gonna sit. In. She's gonna sit in. So this is bottled water or tap hey, water. I heard you guys were talking about water. Couldn't <laughs> resist. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you guys got to see the special on Netflix. The guy, uh, I can never remember. I can't remember any names. This is an embarrassing whole thing. Uh, but anyway, speed film. No, no, he does a special on a whole special on water, and there's a there's a restaurant in L.A. that you order different waters from different countries, and they're all really good and stuff. Zach, Zach, Zach Efron, Efron show, yeah. Oh, really? Um, so we he get... does a whole show on water. <laughs> <laughs> so Bethel, so you guys have all tap? Is that what's going on there? Gina does. Wait, Gina's ahead, there. Gina, Gina, Gina yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. get tap water? Into I, a water bottle and then... Yeah, I put tap in my clean canteen and just use that all day. <laughs> yeah, and also because of that, we're environmentally friendly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't... I am environmentally friendly because I recycle the bottles. <laughs> no, but plastic bottles can never be recycled. That's not You're true. You're literally... You might as well walk over to Park Avenue and give the money right to the Coke brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um... First of all, I'm drinking bottled water. I'm sorry. I'm drinking natural spring bottled water. The, the, I don't trust a lot of the water. And that's hopefully my I will live to a million. Yeah, because but then of you're this. not getting any of the fluoride or like the pigeon poop. I do <laughs> fluoride. I yeah. do have to use. I do have to use fluoride on my teeth now because apparently, you know, you this you you need the fluoride that they put in the water. But they're putting fluoride in the water, Neil. This is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. What uh, what other stuff they put in the water, Micro Neil? Microchips. Yeah. They know where Oh, they I are. don't care. I, I rinse with it to get the fluoride instead of buying Listerine. So it saves me money. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's go. Wait. Can we go back? And, wait. Hurry hold up. on. You went to a dentist and they said you don't have enough fluoride. You yeah, drink- they're like, they yeah, that? they said they said that. Do you drink bottled water? I'm like, yeah. It's like you should probably use a fluoride rinse because you're not getting the fluoride. They thought my teeth were getting a little bit like wonky because of this f- not fluoride. They're like, they're- oh shit. Yep. So it's like you're like an English man. <laughs> <laughs> no, my teeth are great. Now I use the fluoride. They're like, he's back. But I mean, I have to use like, oh, a fluoride my- rinse. Now that I will never drink tap water. I mean, I'm I'm only drinking tap water now. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Okay, well, I don't want to tell you the microbes that are in that water. But anyway, all right. So three tap waters and one bottled. I'm a snotty pants. Okay. Got it. Next one. Okay, how about this? Are we one? gonna regret this when we do this podcast in 2031? Well, that's why we, I hope so. 
and look back 10 years how you're going to have no teeth. You'll be dead. <laughs> I'll, I'll have I'll, 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 I'll be gone. I'll be dead. You'll be You'll dead. Be I'll a- have no teeth. <laughs> and Gina will be like, <laughs> Gina won't be drinking any water. I She'll still be like, won't have washed my clean canteen. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be putting your dentures in the bathroom just laughing. <laughs> paper towels, paper plates. Be, Here we go. Paper towels. You guys will be in a small. <laughs> You'll be Wait, dead. You Stop talking. Just... <laughs> You'll be dead. You have nothing to Wait. say in 10 years. You, like, you guys are going to be in a small little studio apartment so Bertie can go to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You think it's hilarious. Just I- lapping water out of a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paper towels, paper plates, or real plates and clean the plates. Oh, you're at your t- my breath. My brother's big thing. He loves paper plates. Uh, Wait, not the Buddhist. Which, yeah, he loves not cleaning up, so he just what? gets paper plates whenever. But over. that's yeah. got to be. Doesn't that bother him about the the earth or anything? Is there something about that? I think no. He's more. He's more like about his little obsessive uh, compulsive behavior. Oh, okay. So, so this he, is a cleanliness thing. I'm with him on that. I like this one. I mean, I don't do it, but once in a while, if Gina pulls out a paper, Gina likes paper plates. You it's like paper bad. Plates. I just hate washing plate? dishes. Yeah. It's bad. But she doesn't mind me washing I dishes, so it's fine. We we have a mix. I'm, I'm a total plate person. Neil will tell you, like, yeah. when we get fast food, I have to put the fast food on mm. a real plate that and makes eat it real nice. silverware, or I feel like I haven't, I feel like I haven't eaten. Like, I feel like I'm a total plate person. Do you use, a, what about the, the cutlery? You got to use real cutlery, or can you go with the plastic? Yeah, plate? I can't. Yeah. But I'm the opposite. I eat out whatever the thing comes in. That's what I eat it out of. I don't think yet. Including yeah. the garbage. <laughs> yeah, including. <laughs> I would think Neil doesn't even use cutlery. He just puts his face right in that plastic tin. <laughs> Wait, if I remember correctly, when we got food that Sunday night, I ate out of the thing that I got it from. Did he? No. Yeah, we don't. I'm. I like Bethel's idea of getting out real plates, but that doesn't mean we do it. It depends. We mix it up. No, when we served Neil dinner, we put him on a plate, right? But I think when we ordered in, we had a, paper a mix. No, no, no. When we gave Neil actual dinner, when I made. Oh yeah, dinner. when you made dinner. When you make dinner, we get out the plates. Yeah, we get out the plates. But when wait, we order it, it's a mix. Yeah. If you wait, if Lenny Marcus is home by himself. Yeah. And you cook a bunch of shit in a skillet or yeah. whatever you do. Yeah. Do you then take the skillet off, walk with the skillet to the couch, and eat it out of the skillet? <laughs> no, it's hot. What are you doing? You want to burn everything? And well, No, you let it like cool down, but then you just eat it out of there no. because no one's there and no one's watching. What savage are you? I mean, <laughs> are you nuts? What kind of savage you know, eats... He'll do anything to cut a corner, you guys. Like, if he could pour milk in the cereal box itself, <laughs> he would do it. Because, like, Neil throws, like, when he has cereal in the morning, he'll throw it in a plastic bowl, and he'll take an entire banana and throw it on top. He doesn't cut the banana up. He just throws it on top of the cereal and eats it like a monkey. <laughs> like, That's so lazy. He'll cut any corner. <laughs> That and is then ridiculous. you eat it with your hands. You just yeah. scoop it out with just, the milk run between yeah. your fingers. Oh my god! <laughs> Sometimes I'll just blend everything into a blender and eat, drink it with a straw. No, 
I don't I don't do like that. That was that when, was a lot. When you go when you go to the like ice cream store and you have to self serve yourself, do you put your mouth under the, the mm. lever and just pull it and swirl <laughs> nice. it into your mouth? You know why I don't? Because I won't go to those stupid places. I hate those places. <laughs> well, they are disgusting. But all right. Well, I think we've we've covered that. Uh, so Bethel is very much not paper plates, very real real plates. I'm a mix. I think Gina's kind of a mix, and Neil is just whatever cut corner savage shit. No, Bethel had this like thing where her like maiden, her not maiden, but her other name is like LaSalle. She's somewhere in her past. She was like super snobby, rich. <laughs> like, because she uses a plate. Of, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because and this is all this is all she's got left in her life to make her feel like she was like she, she, her French little background where she was in the <laughs> castle and you know whatever Versailles. She was probably in Versailles doing something back in her past. So she was saying, "Let him eat cake." You were eating the cake out of a box, and she was using a fork. I got it. <laughs> all right, in my past. I believe in placing guillotine. In my past life, I was never let in the castle walls. I was always outside. In right. your past life, you were crawling out of the ocean with a tail still sticking in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Uh, Thank you. Gina comes in to wreck them. All right, let's do one more because Will's ran long. All right. You're going to risk that your... Was too good. Last one. You're going to risk your life on COVID. Okay, you're going. You're gonna risk it all. No mask today, whatever. You got a choice of going to one or two places. You're gonna go to a restaurant, or you're gonna go to a party. Uh, if I have to risk it, I was hoping you'd say like a sporting event, but I. You can have like a, a this, that, or the other thing. You can go the other thing. Go ahead. You want a sporting event? That's fine. I, I would risk it for like a Steelers Super Bowl, I guess, and and really. I guess it would be tough, but I, I think, you know, if I, if like they said you could only go if you, I, I don't know, I'd probably risk it for that. But if it was the other two choices you said, I'd probably choose the restaurant, I guess, and eat it like it was my last meal. So maybe it would taste better. <laughs> well, I know this. I would definitely not risk it on the Steelers Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Or getting on the plane to go anywhere for the Steelers. But um, so that's going to be a tough one. I'm going to get you that ticket by yourself if they make it. Enjoy your ticket for your COVID for one. Um, Bethel? <laughs> Bethel? Uh, I kind of, I guess I'm kind of outside the box, too. Like, I would I would do, like, a, if there's a play I really, really want to see or a, a live a, event, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Really? I might risk it. Interesting. Uh, but I'm probably more restaurant-y. Party, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah we got Zoom. I would, <laughs> Bethel's on life support. Why? She went to see Twelfth Night. That doesn't come out well. <laughs> That does not. That does not come out good, Bethel. I, I guess uh, Hamilton would ask why I'm spreading ashes in the middle of the theater. <laughs> I. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna go. I would definitely not do a party. That's not my thing. I would go to a restaurant. Like we just had my birthday. It would have been really. Not, I cannot wait to do my birthday next year at a steakhouse with you guys. And like when we remember when we went with Leslie, we had sat around. All of us were there. It was just such a fun night. Us laughing, whatever. Put our backs. I, my risk taking would be. We read this thing about don't sit with the air conditioning facing you. Back to the air conditioning. And, uh, you know, a little further away, I think that would be my highest risk I could take with this. I go to pull it off, but at least I would go down laughing as I was dying. Oh, but that was such a great night, you know, 
And Bethel would be like, such a great night at the theater. You know, yeah, maybe she wasn't. That is such an aristocrat way to die, too, Bethel. I have to, Neil might be onto something. Well, I had to stick with the theme of being a snob. So, there you, you know, go. There we go. Uh, Gina? What about Gina? I would. I would do a party. Hear me out. I think I can get some of you. <laughs> Bethel, we could dance. We could dance. There would be yeah. delicious past finger foods. Okay. Neil, we could throw up some football on the big screen, you know, behind the okay. dance floor. Okay. And then Lenny could tell some jokes. Say. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Woo! I'll go for that. I okay, that party's actually sounds pretty good i might have to change my answer to a party i'm not even joking i had this nightmare three nights ago same thing she just <laughs> described i woke up screaming and i realized oh that's not how i'm gonna die that's funny no shot <laughs> no shot but she made a good case all right the way we end the show every week is one good thing one bad thing of the week um wait we're done with the fourth corner one good thing or one bad thing of the week neil Start it off. Oh, well, I guess I, I, first of all, I had so much fun watching the finale of Supermarket Sweep. And, uh, and I, I guess, uh, uh, from that, from that finale, it was just such a great season. So thank you, Lenny and Gina. That was amazing. Anytime. I'm sorry. What did Gina do again for that? <laughs> I did not do that in. See how I threw that in? Yeah, not good. Gina, I know behind the scenes you're the real seat. You right? really keep it going, so I I know. She's trying to kill you at our next party, just so you know. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, anyways, I've embodied Neil the security. It's becoming more of me. Mm-hmm. You know, like in Silence of the Lambs, when he, it becomes more of him. But it's becoming me, Neil the security. Right. So I wrote my... Uh, I only wrote nine resolutions, so I'm going to read you the nine Neil the Security resolutions for the new year. All right. Can you do it in a minute? <laughs> yep. We're going to do it. Number nine, shut up better. Number ah. eight, I'm going to make a cat TikTok for only cats. So just <laughs> TikTok for just cats. I like that. Cat Cafe at the new supermarket if we do season two. It'll be called the Super Cat Cafe. Uh, When I want to win Security Guard of the Month, I want to do three months in a row. I think that will break break the record for Security Guard of the Month. I like it. I want to go to three Security Guard conferences this year. (laughs) I want to become TikTok famous. I want to make a better batch of beef jerky. I don't feel my beef jerky has been quality enough. And I want to make Neil the Security homemade yoga pants that are going to be on the market. I don't, Lululemon rejected me, but I'm still working on where I'll fill them from. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And number one, I want to keep the meat safe. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it very much. That's very good. All right, Beasley. I'll post those on Instagram. So, so people, because I boot through them a little fast. I like it. (laughs) Bethel. Oh, God. Uh, okay, supermarket sweep definitely highlight. It just reminded me of what a great, you know, the highlight of our year, basically, Lenny. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Gina. Oh, you're welcome. And Gina, you're thank welcome. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, and, you know, I think I'll just stick with the good stuff because it's been kind of a, a crazy week. Oh, you know what? I am 
I am thrilled about the outcome of the race in Georgia yesterday. Oh, there you go. That yeah, that's nice. good. That is a good one. Oh, what Bethel? Wait, what Bethel did tell you guys is that she got home at. Uh, I think she got home about seven a.m. this morning from the uh, storm in the castle at the Capitol oh, last castle. night. Yep. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> well, I think the people who were star- the people who were storming the castle at the Capitol were looking for Bethel's office because she's the aristocrat. And they were like, where's oh, that that's Bethel? Right. I'm going to eat with forks, plastic <laughs> forks, lady. I know you're in there. Get out. And I'd like two tickets to lay this road. All right. Uh, my one good thing of the week is um, I'm, I've been working on this photo project, and this is where all these, these old memories are popping out of, so we'll do the memories thing again at some point. But... Um, yeah, the photo project's almost done. I've almost scanned and made everything digital. But then I realized today that I'm going to have to go through my phone and take all the pictures off the phone and put it into a file so I can clear out the phone for like 2021. I got to do something with all thousands of pictures there that you just pop off now because it's so easy to take a picture. And also I found two rolls of film. What would you do with this, Neil? I found two rolls of film that I probably developed and they gave you back the rolls. So I was like, do I have to get these two rolls of film developed? Because I probably have seen these pictures. But just in case I didn't see these pictures, I should probably get these two rolls of film developed. Right? Yeah, I, I think you've got, you either got to get them developed or I would bury them in Central Park. So in 100 years, <laughs> someone finds them. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Wait, can you tell... Can you tell the people your project? They don't know what you've been doing. This is craziness. I didn't talk about this? You definitely did. I definitely talked about this on the you, website. You did, but you got to tell them what you've done. Real I quick. took all the photos. I took every photo that I had in the house in a bucket. Like I had them all in the closet, like photos that I've taken since the 80s and put it through a scanner and digitized it and put it on a file. My goal being that I will take my whole life at some point put it on a little thumbnail drive as I'm dying in the bed, hand it to Birdie and go, this is all that's left of me. Here's your memories. <laughs> and then die. Sorry so, about that. Rather than Birdie Wait. having to clean out a million closets and taking pictures off the walls, whatever, we're going to have like one little photo wall. We, I've decided um, Gina and Gina are going to make one little photo wall of our immediate family and friends. I think we can do it in 10 pictures. You know, I got a couple in my office from some, you know, um, some, you know, personal accolades and stuff like that over the years, you know, a comics picture with a bunch of comics and stuff like that. But I think I can do it very little. Like the footprint is going to be way more digital. So when I go, they won't be these guys won't be cleaning out garbage forever. Wow. Now, can I ask you a question? Have you thought this out? Because now. If your apartment, you know, God forbid, it catches on fire. Yeah. Your little disc, you have it in a separate location. Yes, I'm going to back up the. Hold on, I'm going to back up the drive. There'll be two of them. There'll be one on my computer, and there'll be a backup drive that I'll put in the basement, unless the whole building goes in flames. And I've started working on this too. On Jan one, every day I throw out one of Lenny's things, <laughs> and that way we get closer. I'm sorry, and what did you throw out this week? <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> well, is Lenny going to be nervous when he's in the room and everything's gone except him? Hell no, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
time to hand over the fun drive. That's what I told I told Gina, like that new bed that we got, I plan to die in it. Yeah. So enjoy it. I'm Probably in about <laughs> six months by my calculation of yeah. if I remove one thing a day. She is. She's removing one thing by day. It's called my soul. She's removing a piece of my soul every day. <laughs> oh, well, you know you can put the little hard drive in the freezer so if the apartment burns down, the freezer, the fridge doesn't burn. I don't believe burn. it. I don't <laughs> no, I will put it in another location. I'll probably take it eventually when I'm done and a bunch of stuff and put it in. I can put it in a safe deposit box or something like that. You know, like here's the, here it put is. It in the, I used to put my old screenplays in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's just like silly pictures of you guys at New Year's Eve parties. Yeah. Like that's what. <laughs> <laughs> I keep showing her. This is what Neil looked like back then. And like, she's like, oof. <laughs> so she said, when she sees somebody like. I don't like looking at. Yeah, somebody looks so much better back then. She just goes, "Oof." I know it's so depressing. Wait, when you look at old pictures, Lenny, can I ask? Do you remember them? Yeah, some of the stuff I remember vividly. Like we, I have pictures um, from Exile. Remember Exile? We did. We performed yeah. at Exile, and I was like Juan Esposito. Oh, yeah. I did that stuff, and you guys. I remember your shirt that you were wearing. You have this orange shirt, orange blue shirt, sweater that you kind of wore all the time. Like. Ugh. Like it's just, yeah, yeah. I remember a lot of stuff vividly, and then a lot of most of the the actual pictures I have, I remember a lot. Like I sent a picture of me and Dimitri on a train going to do a show at the Stress Factory, uh, and I sent it to him, and he doesn't remember. It's if you take if you're the one um, taking the picture or having the picture taken, I think you'll have a better memory than the person in it who just went smiled at it. You know what I mean? But were there were there pictures where you just like I just can't remember them? Uh, yeah, there were a couple that I was like, oh boy, I remember that person. Remember that person? Yeah, there was a couple of people in there like, ooh, I don't. Whatever happened to them? So, wow. But you're in a lot of them. You and yeah, B, that was fun. and B doesn't age. B looks exactly the same. That's what Gina always says. Mm-hmm. She's right. I, in fact, somehow I think you got thinner. I mean, you only weighed like 100 pounds. What are you down to, like 85 now? No, that's not true, but I'll, I'll keep you around as my press agent. That's kind of cool. Thanks. Thanks yeah, for the and, nice words. It's not true, but it's nice. By the way, everybody else, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> not so much, myself included. All right, that's all we got this week. Um, you can follow us on the number 4C podcast, unless Gina wants to do one. Good thing of the week. No, no thanks. I yield my time. <laughs> She's been watching a little <laughs> You're watching a little too much politics in the last 24 hours. Website is 4C Podcast. Twitter and Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes or listen to us on Laugh Button Network. We will see you guys next week. I hope you had a happy new year. Let's do another 51 of these, Neil. Happy new year. Happy new year. Thanks, Bethel. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.